Hi, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Luke, and welcome to Terra Nutra's new podcast series. Where we're going to be discussing all things sustainability and carbon footprint. Hi everyone, and welcome to the latest episode in our Terra Nutra podcast series. Um, today I'm delighted to be joined by Charlotte. Hi Charlotte. Hi Luke. And also by our first guest speaker, uh, Hamish Blair. Hello, Hi, Hamish. Luke. Hi, Charlotte. Um, so the the topic of today's discussion is energy energy efficiency in homes. You know, what can you do to make your home um, more sustainable uh, in that respect? Um, and the sort of um, the origin of the idea was was this new green homes grant that the government is offering to help um, with measures to, to make your home more, more energy efficient and we've invited Hamish to join us today because whilst Charlotte and I um, have I mean, looked at, at some of these measures um, and some of the things that you can do in the past, Hamish, um, Hamish has a lot of experience um, working in and indeed running a company that actually does this um, professionally um, whereas you know Charlotte and I are probably more like more like gifted amateurs I expect <laughs> so we thought that his perspective um, on some of the things that you can do that you know will have have the most impact and maybe so what some of the low-hanging fruit is um, and also um, maybe how we could look at that Green Homes grant and, and some things there to, to think about the the reason that that we at Terra Nutra are really interested in this topic is obviously because um, heating homes costs uh, you know uses energy energy um, equals carbon emissions um, and my stat for the day is that one third of our national energy bill could be cut if we all properly insulated um, all the housing stocks so that's the scale of the problem so um Hamish what what's your what's your take on the green homes grant just as a kind of as a starting point um yeah well uh, thank you for having me first of all um i didn't realize the pressure of being your first guest so um i hope i hope i meet the <laughs> hope, yeah we yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i, hope I, you, hope yeah. I got the mustard um so i mean yeah the green homes grant i i think with a lot of things that the government does there's a tendency to look at it and go well you could do more um, but the fact that they have brought this in at a time in the, in the times that we're in when, you know, obviously there's a, they're spending an awful lot through furlough and supporting businesses to have brought this in, I think is a really good step. And it does uh, come at a time when we're hearing some increasingly um, encouraging uh, comments and, and statements from, from the government. Um, Boris Johnson recently kind of brought forward um, uh, ambitious targets in terms of our, our carbon output. Um, they've brought forward uh, legislation to end the installation of gas boilers into new homes to 2023, for example. So I think it is, it's a positive step. Um, what has been seen is kind of a mixed take up of this grant. And I think one of the things that we can do today is maybe raise awareness, um, add some ideas, dispel any myths, um, and just get people kind of at least looking at this and thinking, well, what could we do? Because this is a grant. Yeah, I think that will be really helpful because I, I confess yeah. that I looked at it and kind of immediately put it on my too hard pile. <laughs> <laughs> what, so Charlotte, what, yeah, because I've, I've looked at it as well and I, I, I didn't find it that accessible what was your well I kind of thought oh it'd be quite nice to have ground source heating in my house <laughs> that's probably a little bit ambitious given that it's quite hard to put in when you mm. just live in a normal you know Victorian house 
probably got a tube running under my house. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then and then I mean, when I first looked at it, obviously there was it was kind of time bound. So um, there was a kind of thing where you know idea that you had to do it quite quickly. And um, I mean, I think that they've obviously they've extended it because of that. That that's obviously was a, a bit of a, a barrier to entry. But um, yeah, I mean, m- m- I mean, I do live in a kind of shaky old, um, drafty old Victorian house. So maybe maybe I should start at windows and not <laughs> dream of ground source <laughs> heating. But <laughs> yeah, what was your impression, Luke? Um, yeah, I. Um... I guess I looked at it and there's sort of the primary list of primary things you can do and secondary things you can do. Um, and yes, it was, you know, different types of, of energy, um, uh, creating energy, whether it's ground source heating or solar, but then obviously there were, you know, getting windows put in to, you know, to, to keep out drafts, etc. And what I, I looked at that, and this is maybe where Hamish can, I looked at that and go, well, I'm not, I think that the best use of this for me would be to replace windows to keep out drafts. But like, I don't know that. I've got a pretty good feeling that that was the case. So it's, I guess it's like, how do you, how do you know what the best thing to do is? Um, And do you need to talk to a bunch of people? Do you need to get external advice? Because these are all, these are all places where people will drop out of that process and kind of not, not do anything more. The moment you have to kind of go and, talk to someone else and you've got to come back to it and etc etc so yeah i mean what hamish what's your sort of what's your take on that yeah i mean it's, it's, it's a great question and actually um having going going through this process myself as well um with, with um the experience and what i do you know it, it's kind of quite not necessarily easy but like it, it's a process that i'm i'm willing to follow and kind of push through the barriers but i mean charlotte i, I completely take your point and i think for, in terms of how to know what to do there's a couple of steps um your house should have a epc um that's a requirement for it to to be to be bought and sold um and if it's at all up to date your epc will state things that you can do to improve the energy rating you've got the two grids so what's an epc what does epc say? Um, energy per- energy performance certificate um, right. So it's uh, if you know if you've lived in your house for a while, um, then someone can come around. To, I think for like fifty pounds, can do an energy assessment, and, and they provide this to you, and they'll say, it, you know, it's the same kind of grid that you get on a, a fridge, for example, in terms of the A B C D E F G, and your house will fall somewhere yeah. within there, and then it will say if you do these things, your house will be, however higher up the grade, and things such as uh, replacing windows, replacing your radiators. Um, looking at insulation, um, various different steps. So that's one way you could do to, to kind of find out what could you do and what kind of impact it would have. Um, another one would be to speak with a home improvements or environmental specialist um, or builder that, that kind of is, is aware of these things. Um, and actually part of the process uh, of the Green Homes Grant is that you, you have to do this work through a builder that is certified with what's called the Trustmark certification, um, which is a kind of a, a building regulation that the government have kind of um, are using for the scheme. If you go through that... And just, I'm just Hamish, I'm just going to mm, interrupt go because the other, the, the other limiting factor on that was that there seemed to be feedback that there weren't very many of those builders. Is that just impression? I, it, well, so in London, there seemed to be quite a few 
Um, and right. I, I, maybe this is something that the government didn't properly think through and go, well, yeah, you know what, we'll use this certification, but then not that many people have got it. So that that is yeah. maybe a limiting factor. Um, but I am looking at it also for, for my house, we're doing a couple of things, and there's, I think, at least 15 to 20 builders within, within a, kind of a near circumference. But that may just be London, so I can't speak yeah. to the wider UK. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I think there's, um, it's, it's not necessarily good, kind of an, an easy process to go through, certainly not, and there is a time frame on it in order, if, in order to kind of get the grant uh, administered, but again, this is money the government is giving. Um, Do you, so you, so can you, um, s some of the things that are on there are obviously, um, well, not obviously, some of the things that are on there are um, ground source mm. heating, um, solar panels, uh, replacing windows with, with single glazed or double glazed. Um, I, I think that's, I think those, is that m most of them, like what is, it, and I think that the maximum that you can, the maximum amount that you can get on the grant is is 5,000 pounds. Is that, I mean, again, I've, I've had a look and it, it looks like you can get a number of these things done for that. Um, although in some cases, maybe you can only get one or, or it, it, do you feel like, I know you said it's, it's something is, is it meaningful in your experience in terms of, of like the, the, the impact that you can have for that amount of money? I suppose it depends yeah. a bit on the house, but, um, yeah, I, the, I think, yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's a good question. That one. So with, uh, with what we do, we, um, we work with people that want to improve the energy efficiency in their homes and um, uh, utilize renewable energy. It's a kind of a combination of, of things. So when we talk to someone about this, we, we say, well, there's, there's two aspects you need to look at. It's how the energy gets into your home and then how you use it when it's in there. Um, so if we think about getting it into the home from what you've mentioned on the grants you've got the the heat pumps air source heat pump or ground source heat pump you've got solar panels if we talk about where we all are and charlotte are you are you based in london yeah yeah, yeah. Chiswick. okay so so we're all in london we don't if we even if we have a garden like you say we're probably going to hit a tube line if we dig down more than like three feet so <laughs> a ground source heat pump is not really something that we we can do if you live in the countryside and you have a big garden then a ground source heat pump is is um is a possibility um, it's an expensive investment, but it will yield back a lot um, over a, not a very a long time time frame. Um, air source heat pump, quite big, cumbersome. Um, for you know, for London-based places, you're talking probably a roof. Um, but then, if you're going right. up with a roof, a solar panel may be a better thing. Um, so, the 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 intricacies of each individual house um, and and what you can do is it a flat is it a house is it a leasehold is it a freehold you know these are all things that kind of that are factors. Um, then once you've got the energy into the house, I mean I think this is where it comes becomes really interesting. And I was actually looking up some stats um, just to just to bring some some data to the whole thing. So by the end of two thousand and nineteen. The domestic sector, residential housing, uh, was the largest electricity consumer uh, in the UK with 105 terawatts of energy, compared to the industrial sector, which was 93 terawatts, and the service sector, um, 96. Wait, so say that again. So basically, home electricity use outstrips industrial yeah. use in the UK. Wow, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. But that, 
but that's that's sorry bringing it back to my my stuff which, <laughs> which is why it's that third of the that i mean i thought that was a crazy number um a third of and we could easily could fix a it. third yeah, out of the, well i i don't know about easily but we it i think we know how to fix it um it seems no but the stat um, that you used to quote to me was the one that you mm. said you said if we just insulated all our homes we would solve you know that's still yeah. that's the same one but it's it's the insulation is is related because if it was properly insulated you wouldn't have to well, heat it so another stat just to throw at you for for this kind of thing so um in terms of um uh energy used to heat space um i you know our heating or anything uh 76 percent um uh of um of domestic energy usage is gone towards heating space compared to 47 percent in um the uh, commercial sector and 10 percent in in the um uh in the industrial sector so again we houses use so much more energy than than you think so if you were to um, put uh, some double glazing um, in to make your home more, uh, you know, more heat friendly. You're going to save energy. You're going to save money, and you're going to reduce the usage of, of energy by by houses. So, wow, yeah, those are some big numbers. But you know, um, so going back to the insulation question, because I kind of said it's easier. My impression is it's quite easy to insulate different bits of houses. Again, depends on the house. Um, it, it really does. So we um, we insulated a, a house. Um, uh, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, it was a really old old building, and we used uh, a kind of new form of uh, rock wool, which was put on the interior of the house, and then another plasterboard on top of that, and that kind of created uh, completely changed the house in terms of its um. Uh, it's warmth. Um, it was a draft. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit. You know that that was, that was. I don't know whether you'll be able to get that under the Green Homes Grant. And it was. Um, you know, it was quite an expensive solution. Um, for a townhouse, you've got to look at the windows, the doors, um, and and the such. Beyond that, there's not really much that that I would say is readily available to do or readily easily um, available to do. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, I missed, sorry, when I was sort of listening, I think some of the things that you can do um, on the Green Homes, Green Homes Grant, of course, um, I, I forgot it, but insulation is in there. Um, it, we, um, I, I looked at that and I slightly crossed it off the list because I thought that it would mean stripping the walls back um, and potentially raising floorboards um, and and in terms of, of actually ease of, of doing it I thought probably taking out two very old slightly rotten drafty windows and replacing them with with new ones is probably going to be Less disruptive. a much mm. yeah it, exactly exactly so I probably was I was probably thinking less about which was going to which was going to have the biggest impact in terms of energy efficiency and more about which was going to have the biggest impact in terms of disruption and, and length of time and so forth which i think is you know I, th I think maybe a lot of people would think like that because ultimately you don't um you know you, you don't want your home to be a building mm. site for, for for well you want it to be a building site for as, as short yeah time i mean i think you're possible. more likely to do it if you're doing another job aren't you i mean i am grateful that many years ago i had to 
replace our roof and we definitely super insulated it then although I wanted to put our solar panels on then but uh, I was told that it would, we didn't face the right way oh, uh, which annoying. is probably you know it's probably a solution yeah. now yeah well I, I have um, solar panels and a battery um, on, on my house um, which um, which you know it doesn't cover all of our energy consumption electrical consumption but it, it does it does something um, yeah but to your, to your yeah. points about um, kind of building work and what to do it's the one thing I would want people to come away from this is 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 thinking that it's not a kind of it doesn't have to be a building site you know replacing a window can take a day you can replace your radiators that could take a, a day and you can get much much more efficient ones um, in terms of insulation within London something to think about is also repointing the outside of your house because that will fall as I understand it, within the within the remit of the Green Homes Grant, and what you're doing by repointing is you're basically filling in cracks through which heat is escaping. So, wow, um, I had no idea. Yeah, um, so there's yeah, there's this, and, and it also goes towards um, wiring. And again, wiring might be a bit of an invasive thing, but if you think about your plug sockets, if you've got plug sockets which are 10 to 15 years old, you can get ones which have got a much higher energy efficiency rating. So there are so many things you can do. It is, a, I, it is, I suppose, as we're talking, I'm realizing it is a bit of a minefield for people that don't know. So I would encourage to um, reach, have a look, see who's available in your near area. Trustmark is the kind of the certification um, the government are going by. Um, they can pick up the phone to me um, and, or, or any, anyone who's kind of involved in this area. And there's, there's things available. It's, it's £5,000 for... Um, for normal households, ten thousand pounds for low-income households. So there is, you know, it's a significant yeah. chunk of money there if, if people if people wish. And and just what we're talking about low income, what because uh, I know some councils have uh, um, announced a climate emergency. Are they looking at their housing stock and going back and retrofitting, or are they all? Too that's um, broken to be able to do that. Yeah, I think with with, with councils and their housing stock, um, there's. There's, I think there's a, a lot of um, steps they need to take in order to be able to do something. They have got people who are permanently out assessing buildings and recommending things to be done, whether that's going to be an affix or an upgrade or something. So um, they are they're always looking at this. I don't know kind of council by council how, how that divvies out, and certainly some are uh, more, yeah, yeah. Sure more focused on this than others. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what about stuff that doesn't involve um, like building work? Like um, apparently, I made uh, John laugh by suggesting a sausage dog, <laughs> an old-fashioned sausage dog, on one of our pub vlogs the other nothing, day. Nothing wrong with sausage there's, dog. There's nothing funny about that. No, that's I, a I, good. I've got. We've got one in front of the back door. I think they're great. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do they work? Yeah, I think it works. Yeah, you can Don't feel it. it. Definitely works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't put them up the side of windows, though, because they tried that. <laughs> that's what, that's just, what just socks are for, like, you just stuff a sock in the hole. So it's yeah. right, okay. Got it. <laughs> um, what, so, Hamish, are the things, um, so are the, are the things that aren't covered in the Green Homes Grant that, um, th I mean, you mentioned sort of replacing um, electrical uh, plug sockets and, and so forth. Are there some sort of maybe small things, maybe big things that aren't covered in the grant that, that you think it could that we could put on people's radars that might be interesting to to consider if they're looking at this um 
I think that the, the, having been through the kind of the application process and kind of uh, played around with the, the the site, it does seem that they are they've thought of a lot from the the small to the big. Um, the one thing that they they haven't got on there that um, that the as I mentioned we've got here is is a battery. Um, this is a really interesting area, and certainly. Um, if you're looking at solar panels, I would really recommend a battery as well. Um, I mean, they're kind of relatively new in mm. terms of their kind of use, aren't they? I'm, I'm really interested in that. So when, when do they come in and um, what's the kind of thoughts on that? Well, I mean, so bat home battery storage has kind of been accessible to, to you know to the layperson really for I'd say three or four years and each year yeah. battery efficiency increases so the and like how big are they well uh, we have got one that's in our um, in a small cupboard under the stairs I'd say it's one foot by two foot so not really big at all um, and so like two car batteries yeah, two car batteries um, you can get them much bigger so Tesla have their Tesla power wall which is as the name suggests a wall it's pretty big um, but then wow. they are also designed to support the charging of their vehicles so um, our batteries are 1.5 kilowatts and it will um, it will keep the house going on its own for around an hour based on our kind of average energy usage. Obviously, that's kind of over a year. In winter, it'll be a little bit more, some a little bit less. Um, but the great thing I love about the battery that we have is that it also acts as an energy stockbroker. So it is connected to a grid of other batteries. And whenever my battery is full and another battery on the grid is kind of nearing empty, it will act and sell electricity to that other battery at kind of standard market rates. So we are creating through this this um, battery a microgrid, essentially, which is uh, something I'm, I'm wildly passionate about and really feel should should be more um, more focused. Is it one of those things where you're kind of constantly looking at the meter and kind of wondering <laughs> right, whether you're using it or whether you're selling, you know, like yeah, you've got a bit yeah, of I, 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 I make sure my wife's not turning on lights at certain times of the day and, you know, all of those things. Um, no, it's you know what it's 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 we've had it for a couple of years and it's just it just does its thing um, and um, yeah so I mean that's one and so just quickly because I'm really interested so how much roughly is that on it I mean obviously you have to be buy it with solar panels but you know if you were wanting to install one with your solar panels yeah um, we so first of all you wouldn't have to have solar panels. You don't have to have solar panels to have the battery. Oh, okay. So if you're wanting to, uh, you know, stabilize your energy usage, and what this would help do is is uh, help you get through the the peak times that the energy companies charge at kind of seven to nine a.m. and then uh, six to nine p.m. You could run off your battery at that time. But to do install it, just the battery it was uh, one thousand two hundred pounds. So okay. not cheap. But then again, um, what we look to save over over the years, I will. I think it is already paying for itself. So Hamish, what, so we've been talking about the Green Homes Grant a lot. Um, what if somebody isn't eligible or can't take advantage of the Green Homes Grant? Like, what's the one thing that you would encourage them to do that's really going to help in terms of, of um, home energy and, and energy efficiency and sustainability? Um, the one thing I would suggest is. Um, choosing a renewable 
energy provider. Um, that is a, a, an option that is has got increasingly um, varied suppliers. Um, there's so many out there, and they are um, committed to providing you both gas and electricity that comes from 100% renewable energy sources. Um, there are many out there. Uh, I am on Octopus. I have been on Ecotricity. There are many other providers available. We're all on Bulb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're on Bulb. Okay, fantastic. What about the so, and what about the sort of the, the relative costs between um, those sorts of suppliers and and I guess non renewables. Um, I mean you, the. They're all um, influenced by the same thing, so the cost of the using the grid, um, the kind of um, average consumer rates and the such. Um, but I do find my uh, renewable energy company is cheaper. Um, the yeah, because they because they're newer, they have got much better customer service. They've got much better kind of analysis of your meter readings. They will um, push out smart meters if they haven't already um, done so. And actually, that's another thing to tie into um, to this uh, this thing. What you, what you could do, get your energy company to put in a smart meter. It's free. It you recommend you that? Do yeah, definitely. I think there's um, a lot of mistrust out there. There is. Um, there is, and I, I think if the mistrust maybe comes from a, a lot of different areas. I've heard a lot of rumours. I would dispel a lot of those rumours. The idea of the smart meter is to help you understand what's using your electricity and um, if something needs to be replaced. You know, if you've got an old fridge, it could be using twice as much, three times as much electricity as one that is new. Um, so... But I think the, the the prime thing change your change up to a renewable energy supplier. That would be the, the best thing you could do. Wow, wow, amazing! Um, we are um, uh, sort of getting towards the the end of our allocated time. But Hamish, you mentioned some some sort of myths um, or, or misconceptions about either um, the grant or sort of um, home home energy efficiency and so forth. Any any sort of top line ones that you'd like to to leave people with, or or, or any kind of key key advice to kind of round um, things out. I would the, the the thing I would say, and and the kind of the, the question that we um, we keep on uh, asking and answering for our clients is 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 this really possible? Is this really worth it? A hundred percent, it is. Um, it is. It is not as complicated as you may think, um, and you can find something that you can afford that will make your home more energy efficient, reduce the amount of energy used, reduce your bills, and consequently help the environment and help us kind of you know, be a more of a balance with, with our natural resources. Okay, that's, really, that's that is a, very inspiring. That's a great rounding <laughs> out. Yeah, no, we can't improve on that. Um, Hamish, thank you very much. That was that was really interesting. Um, really good topic. Um, and and so thank you for your um for your time and for being that's our first right. guest. Thank you very um, much. Thought you did much better than anyone else. Has done. Um, the only way is down. Charlotte, thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone, thank you very much for listening. And we. Um,